first coming attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie or digital media, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll take you behind the scenes, interview celebrities, and review new movies, TV shows, and digital releases. Now, here are your hosts from Kids First Coming Attractions. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Tiana Sermons from Delaware. Today, we will be talking about the land of secret superpowers, vegetables, 80 for Brady, and cryptocurrency. Right now, we are going to talk to Sydney about the land of secret superpowers, vegetables. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Let's get right into it. What did you like about the land of secret superpowers, vegetables? I really like that this book incorporates many um, language styles like rhyme and alliteration, which exposes kids to things that will things that they will use in school. And I also like that even though it was a fictional book, um, it incorporated a lot of information that kids can get used to. For sure. That's definitely one of those things, like you mentioned, the different writing styles that will help draw people to books like that. Yes. So can you talk about what The Land of Secret Superpowers Vegetables was about? The Land of Secret Superpowers Vegetables was about numerous foods, especially vegetables, of course, that the body reacts to. And it describes how each vegetable targets a certain part of the body. Like, for instance, mushrooms increase your energy. And each kid incorporated in the story has their own fun time, I guess, relating to a particular vegetable. That's absolutely amazing. Definitely sounds like an interesting book. Yes, it is. So if you could describe the land of secret superpowers vegetables in three words, which would you pick and why? Um, I would definitely say informational because it does give you a lot of information that I didn't even know, actually, until I read it. And I would say um, probably astonishing because even though it's a children's book, I liked it and I learned things from it. And it was just the illustrations and everything it came together and it was astonishing. Um, and the last one I would say is probably... Just like maybe impressive because the author really balances a lot of key points that kids will be attracted to. And that's the main part of writing the book is to get kids to want to eat vegetables. So, yeah, those are my three words. Yeah, those are definitely some words that will help draw readers to the book. (laughs) So what about the land of secret superpowers vegetables do you think will be most interesting for kids and make them enjoy it? Um, The most interesting part is I think they'll want to have their own superpowers. So like I said earlier, each vegetable helps your body in a positive way. So it can get kids excited about like, oh, if I eat this, I'll have this superpower. And that's not entirely true, but it can help you um, gain a lot of good things in your body. So I know it will make kids genuinely excited to eat a healthier diet and that's really important especially with all the fast food all the desserts these days that vegetables are a good thing to um want to eat yes and do you think by reading this book it kind of helps you have more of and like even if you did already but it kind of helped you understand vegetables more and in a sense have more of an appreciation for them yes um 
when I eat vegetables, I'm like, oh, this is just a vegetable. But I really um, learned that vegetables target parts of the body and I never knew it. So like if you want to grow, eat tomatoes or if you want to get stronger, maybe add spinach to your diet. And I feel like adults can also benefit from knowing that. So if they want to get stronger, they can eat a certain type of vegetable. And I just really thought it was really cool to add that type of information into a kid's book. Yes, I couldn't agree more, especially because like I was saying before, um, and kind of like what I was asking you, like it's something that will make kids have more of an appreciation for the vegetables. Yes. So what would you say is in a sense your favorite vegetable and do you have a new favorite one after reading the book? Um, I I would probably say mushrooms. Well, because they increase your energy and I'm tired a lot. So after a long night of homework or in the morning, if I'm tired, I can add mushrooms to my diet and that will make me feel better. And that's good to know because I didn't want to eat a random vegetable and not know what it does. So I didn't know that about um, mushrooms and now I do. And <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, I was definitely surprised at mushrooms. I mean, mushrooms were mm-hmm. also like a vegetable that I really like to eat. And one, it kind of surprised me that it's a vegetable. But at the same time, <laughs> it makes sense. But definitely is something that I would have never expected. So it shows that this book really is very in, uh, informational and kids will learn a lot from it. Yes, exactly. I couldn't have said it better. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we've been talking to Sydney about the Land of Secret Superpowers Vegetables. Now, we will continue to talk to Sydney about the Land of Secret Superpowers Vegetables. Hi again. Hi. (laughs) All right, so let's continue on with this interview because you have got me super into this book to where I want to read it myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad. Yes. So what was your favorite part of this book? Uh, my favorite part of the book was the entertaining imagery. I really like how the author, um, the author and the illustrator work together to make exciting pictures to describe the book. I mean, of course, kids, the first thing they look at is the pictures. So the imagery was a big part of the book. Yes, I love that as well, especially a book that because it's made for younger kids, no, like really young kid, like let's just say they're five, no kid like that is going to like read a chapter book. So I love that they also include images to help even parents be able to read it to their children. And like, I think you were saying before too, like it helps parents even get to learn some stuff along the way. Yes. <laughs> so what makes this book stand out from other books you've read? Um, This book is, well, it stands out to me because the author, Demon Exact, Alexander is known for her culinary work so she has a lot of practice in this field and she's also a celebrity chef and has been a New York Times best-selling cookbook author three times so I really like how the author balanced the key components of the of a children's book like I said earlier it's interesting captivating has good pictures and has information so it's not just like you're reading a fictional story it can actually benefit you yeah that sounds absolutely amazing (laughs) so how long did it take you to finish reading the book and is it something where you can like finish it in one sitting or does it take a few sessions depending 
Um, it took me around five minutes, but then again, I'm a quick reader and I like reading. So for younger kids, um, if they're that young, they might need help from a parent. But I don't think it would take more than a few sessions. I just did it in one sitting. Yeah, that's also something that's, you know, really important, especially for parents, just to be able to, like, be able to, even for teachers, I think. Like, do you think this is a book that you would recommend to other kids, teachers, parents? Yes, I definitely re- recommend it for young kids and even teachers that can read it to their students in the classroom. Um, Overall, I'd say ages two to eight, because older than that, they might not be that interested but they still can benefit from it. But I just say two to eight is like the age range that would be really entertaining in this book. Yeah, I could, I could agree with that, especially from everything you said so far. I could agree mm-hmm. with that. So what do you think was just the most shocking of the things that you learned from this book? Um. Well, there was a chart that said what all the vegetables do, and I thought that was really cool. So that was at the end of the book so you can reference back to it um but I really liked how there was I know I keep saying about information but right. honestly a lot of kids books I've read it's just about fantasy and like um an adventure but this was adventures and information and I really think that more authors should start putting that into the world especially children's books so I really appreciated the author Devin Alexander Yes, definitely a great book, definitely important, and was something great to make for kids to be able to have. Yes. (laughs) So I know you kind of already gave your age recommendation, Mm -hmm. but again, what age recommendation and star rating would you give this book and when and where can we find it? So I gave The Land of Secret Superpowers Vegetables four to five stars, and I recommend it for ages two to eight. Um, It's going to be available wherever books are sold online and in stores beginning january 24th so go out to barnes and nobles amazon anywhere and buy this book all right well i will definitely have to recommend it to people i know i know a lot of my old teachers from elementary school i know i will Mm -hmm. recommend it to them and thank you so much sydney for talking with me about this book great that's awesome thank you so much thank you Let's take a break. I'm Tiana from Delaware, and you are listening to Kiss First Coming Attractions. To become a Kiss First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. 
Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Tiana Sermons from Delaware, and you are listening to Kiss First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about the land of secret superpowers, vegetables. Now we are going to be listening to Hanadi's interview with the author of The Land of Secret Superpowers, Vegetables. Hi, I'm Hanadi, reporting for Kids First. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with three times New York Times bestseller author, celebrity chef, and mom, Devin Alexander. Miss Alexander has appeared on the Today Show, Good Morning America, The Biggest Loser, and Access Hollywood. Today we're here to talk with them about her newly released book, The Land of the Secret of Superpowers, Vegetables. Thank you so much for talking with me. No problem. I'm excited to be here. Okay, so my first question is, Mix Alexander, you've gained respect in the fitness wellness community for your invaluable contribution to healthy eating and lifestyle. How was authorizing this children's book different from your other project? Well, the rest of my cookbooks, well, the rest of my books, I should say, have all been cookbooks. So this is a super duper passion project in which I get to talk directly to the kids and make sure that people understand why it is we're eating vegetables. When you can empower kids to understand that eating vegetables makes you strong and fit and fast and all these other things, they're more likely to buy in instead of just being like, eat your vegetables. And I think most people have read a children's book, Getting Kids to Eat Vegetables but they all start with the, or almost all of them that I've seen have started with a child having to eat vegetables. They don't want to eat vegetables. They're not going to like the taste. And then we bring them around to being like, oh, they're not bad. I actually do like this. So like everything in life, I like to take a positive spin from the start. Like this is what vegetables do for you. Look what you get to eat. So basically what you're saying is like, you show the why we should eat vegetables. Exactly. I I showed why and teach kids that they want to so that they'll be open to trying them, knowing that they'll do good things for their body and then they want to eat them. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. So my next question is, I love how you personify the vegetables in the book. Where did you get that brilliant idea from? Uh, you know, I've worked and helped a ton of moms and their kids like coaching to get the kids more open to eating vegetables. And I have a lot of unconventional things that I do, like playing fun games with like celery Brussels golf that I joke is called CBG, um, literally using celery sticks as golf clubs and Brussels sprouts as golf balls to get kids holding vegetables. And I just did this a couple of weeks ago with a two-year-old, put it on my Instagram because the two-year-old who hadn't had celery before started eating her golf club. (laughs) Um, And so the same thing with the, you know, kids and vegetables. Like I saw that when kids understood why they wanted to eat them again, their, their minds were so much more open as opposed to you have to, you have to. And I also take a much more fun approach than I think so many people do with the belief, like, I don't like every vegetable, if I'm being honest, but I don't ever introduce a vegetable to my daughter with the lens that I don't like it. Like there's vegetables that she likes that I don't, I'm obsessed with tomatoes. She doesn't like those. So it's helping parents understand that we have to be excited about things. We have to show by example. And if we're excited, the kids might be excited. Oh, okay. So my next question is you dedicated this book to your daughter. How does she inspire the book? And was she involved creatively? Yes. Uh, She was adopted from foster care and she knows that she's the biggest gift of my entire life. And she has grown up when she was a baby baby being a solo mom. 
I didn't want to put her in front of the television when I was making dinner. So I literally would talk to her as if I was on a cooking show every night, even when she was like too young to truly understand. And then when I go grocery shopping, I would be like, this is a jalapeno. This is too hot for you. And I'm like, oh, those are the baked goods. We make them all ourselves. And so I would narrate all of that, which is not only great for kids' speech, but it also kept her entertained and has now turned her into a little master chef. And when people saw these games that I was playing with her and, you know, even people in my home and like we get boxes of produce every Wednesday from Melissa's Produce and people in our house would be like, oh my God, it's like Christmas when produce comes to your house. So I had actually started this book many years before my daughter, but the way that it worked so well on her made me go, oh my God, I need to like actually do that book. So the way you bonded with your daughter actually affected your writing? It did. I mean, I think most writers will say that that happens, but she literally, by the time she was like two or three, was telling me, mommy, this needs more lemon. And she was like creating tiny little dishes herself. Um, Obviously, like she wasn't boiling pasta, but she would tell me what she wanted. And even yesterday, she she's five, like newly five. And she doesn't like a certain brand of string cheese anymore. And she's like, that's too salty. And I just think it's so cool that she really understands ingredients and nuances so much so that that she's already cooking and playing and such a huge part of my life. And we just had this big launch party in which we were doing all these games for other kids. And through the whole thing, like, you know, I worked really hard on it and she would be like, mommy at our launch. And like, she really, she really feels part of my work life, which is great as a solo mom, because she's around a lot. She gets to play with my team all summer. She was here cooking with the team because she just loves it. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we've been talking about the land of secret superpowers, vegetables. Now we are going to continue listening to Hanadi's interview about the land of secret superpowers, vegetables. Okay, so I love the illustrations in the book. Can you share what the process was like when you collaborated with the illustrator? Yes, so Michelle Pedersen, who uh, illustrated the book, has been just such an integral part of my life for so many years. She actually started on my team as an intern when she was a sophomore in college. And she's just like ridiculously talented. She's taken a ton of my headshots over the years. She's an amazing graphic designer in her own right, which is her real, like is her true business these days. She does huge projects, but she had designed t-shirts for me and all sorts of other things. So I was just like, hey, when I do this book, and she showed me some sample illustrations and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So that's sort of how it happened. She was already part of my life. But as I said, she is one of the most freakishly talented humans I have ever met in my entire life. And I mean, freakishly as a compliment, obviously. Okay. So my next question is, what message do you hope young children, people, and families will take away from this book? That even healthy food is fun. And that it really is switching a mindset that's going to have kids more open to eating vegetables. One of the biggest wins in this, in addition to, I don't know if you heard yesterday, we sold out on Amazon on day two on Amazon. Um, It wasn't even on Amazon for 24 hours, um, like having actually been released and we were a number one new release. So that's just amazing to hear that people are open to it. But 
the other thing is, so at the launch party, we did a whole carnival of just vegetables. There were absolutely no dessert there, none. And the kids had an absolute blast. And there were three, four and five-year-olds who ate vegetables for the first time. I couldn't believe how many kids had never even tried a carrot. Um, and we did everything from this like I did a bin that I called digging for dinos in trees, filled a giant tub with broccoli and then had kids dig for dinos for prizes. And so even that sensory of getting in with the broccoli, like made kids more open to the fun of vegetables. That's so cool. This has been so much fun talking with you. That wraps up all my questions. So thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you so much for having me. Paris. <laughs> Let's take a break. I'm Tiana Simmons from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Tiana from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about the land of secret superpowers, vegetables. Now we are going to talk to Kayla about 80 for Brady. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Super excited to talk to you about 80 for Brady. All right. All right. So talk to us about what 80 for Brady is about. Okay, so 80 for Brady is about four loyal women who go to the Super Bowl for the first time, but they have many challenges to get there. But nothing is going to stop Lou, Trish, Betty, and Maura from having the best time. So they pursue their dream of going to the Super Bowl 51. Wow, that already right there sounds like an interesting film. And I know I've seen stuff about it myself. So that's definitely just the perfect way to sum it up. It definitely is a great movie. Yes. So let's keep talking about it. So why should people watch this movie? I think they should definitely watch it because of the message. And the message of 80 for Brady is definitely about the importance of friendship, which I think is important in life because without friends, well, you know, you'd be lonely. And (laughs) friends make life um, fantastic because they're always there for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes, I could not imagine a world without my friends, and I know you probably couldn't either. So friendship is definitely a very important message that a lot of people, surprisingly, (laughs) do not really appreciate. So I'm glad that people can learn that from this movie. Definitely. 
So what made you want to review this movie? Well, I wanted to review this movie because it is about football and football is definitely a big part of America because, well, it's called American football and one of the biggest sports of America is football. So, you know, I just wanted to learn more about our country. Yes, of course. And so was football something that you were interested in going in or was it something that after you watched the movie, you were more able to understand and have an interest in? I would definitely say after the movie, I got more interested into it. And not just because of the football, also because the Super Bowl sounds fantastic to go to myself someday with my family members and best friends. Yeah, that's amazing. I know. I haven't been myself yet, but it's definitely on my bucket list of things to do. Yes. Yeah. So did this movie meet your expectations when you went into it or did it exceed it? It definitely exceeded, actually, because Jane Fonda was into it. And Jane Fonda is one of my favorite actresses. And she is definitely a great part of the movie. So, yeah. Yes, definitely, like, me personally, when I saw the people who were going to be in it, she was definitely a name that stood out for me. Same with me. (laughs) You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking to Kayla on 80 for Brady, and now we are going to continue talking with her about it. So, just to get right back into it, do you have a favorite football team yourself? I do. The 49ers are my personal favorite. Ooh, what do you like about them? Well, I am from San Francisco, so they're my hometown team. Yeah, that's amazing. So you were just able to, like, I know you said, like, you have more of an interest afterwards, but no, the next time you see one of their games, you're going to be like, oh, my God, that's the same exact thing that I was able to see. They're going to be a little, like, more excited for it. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So this movie is full of talent with the four leading ladies actually being nominated for Oscars. So do you think this movie is Oscar worthy? Why or why not? Oh, absolutely. I definitely do. Because of all the entertainment and excitement there is in it. And like I said before, the message of it is definitely very important. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And this was a movie, of course, I haven't seen it, but I've definitely seen things about it. And just from talking to you and even seeing the trailer for it, I am just ready to go watch it. Sounds incredible. Thank you. Of course. So in what ways do you feel that you could relate to the film? Well, that's a pretty good question because... The ways I could relate to it is exactly what I would do, actually. I would go with my four best friends to the Super Bowl and enjoy my time there, go to parties, and um, enjoy all of the entertainment and experiences they have there. And, yeah, that's what I would do. That's, yeah, I have to say that sounds super special and, like, an amazing experiment experience yeah when i go there i'm gonna have to do that as well maybe i'll see you (laughs) maybe maybe so you had a chance to ask anyone who was in the film or who worked on the film a question what would you ask and why what i would ask is how long did it took them to make this film because it seems like because it seems like 
they did have to get Tom Brady and all the actors into this movie. And it seems like it'd be difficult for Tom Brady to stop his career for about two years to do this film. Right. Yeah, I would definitely love to know the answer to that question. So if you ever get to speak with them, make sure you ask that. I definitely will. (laughs) And so there were so many aspects, I'm sure, of this movie from camera angles to acting. Which one of those things did you like the most? Oh, my favorite thing about that is probably probably all of when they all the costumes and the sparkles and the makeup was definitely fantastic. And I think that it would be something that I would do if I had those dresses and that makeup. I would wear that, too. Yeah, that sounds absolutely amazing. When I go and watch it, I'm going to be looking out for that. (laughs) I'm sure you will. (laughs) Yep. So what can people expect when they go to watch 80 for Brady? They can definitely expect entertainment and comedy. And definitely they would find great acting. Definitely five out of five stars. Yes. So for my last question, I know you just said you would give it five out of five stars. So what age recommendation would you give for 80 for Brady and where can we find it? So the age recommendation, I would say, is 12 to 18 plus adults. And it is available in theaters beginning February 3rd, 2023. All right. Well, I will definitely make sure to go watch it. And for everyone watching, make sure that you also watch a for brady as well because just from what all kayla said i am super excited and you should be too (laughs) thank you so much for speaking with me thank you so much for inviting me of course let's take a break i'm tiana sermons from delaware and you are listening to kids first coming attractions to become a kids first film critic visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hello, welcome back. I'm your host, Tiana Sermons from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we've been talking about the land of secret superpowers, vegetables, and 80 for Brady. Now we will be listening to Ishan's interview with Darcy Donovan about cryptocurrency. 
Hi there, I'm Ishan Mani reporting for Kits First, and I'm super hyped for this interview with Ms. Darcy Donovan. A renowned cryptocurrency innovator and leader, Ms. Donovan is known for roles like she has in Anchorman opposite Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell, and today she's a leader in established crypto communities, the CMO of eCoin Finance. She's earned the title hashtag crypto queen to her over 1.1 million Instagram followers. I'm super excited, Ms. Donovan. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. Yeah, thank you, Sean. I'm excited to talk to you today. <laughs> so how did you first get involved in crypto? Well, um, I got into crypto about six years ago. A friend of mine got into Cardano and, uh, you know, I saw that, you know, he was making some money and I was like, how did he make some money? You know, so I was interested. And so I just started learning more and investing. I also there was a, a movie that or, or a television show that I was watching, too. And it was kind of, you know, simultaneously. So I was like, wait, this is kind of, I don't know, this is like kismet. This is like, you know, something in the universe is going on here. So I was like, you know, I'm going to get into this. And uh, only 4%, you know, of the world even know about crypto, 4 to 5%. So, you know, I believe that in the next eight years, you know, um, that crypto is going to be the main form uh, of payment around the world, you know, and uh, will be over a billion people in the metaverse. So, you know, I'm I'm very excited about, you know, what's what's coming. Uh, you know, um, after I did Cardano, though, I uh, I, you know, invested into Ethereum, uh, into, you know, different blockchains. Uh, you know, I'm invested into Glo uh, Grove Token, uh, Vault Finance. So, you know, the list goes on and on, but, you know, anything that I'm a part of, I research it and I'm also an, a, an investor in it. And tell me more about eCoin Finance. You're the CMO of that company. So what's that about? I've been invested in the company uh, since 2021, uh, actually on my birthday, November of 2021 which yesterday was my birthday. So yay. Happy birthday. <laughs> but, um, they brought me on as their uh, chief marketing officer. So uh, the thing about e, uh, the, the thing about eCoin Finance is, you know, over the last year and a half, uh, we have launched our V2 contract. We uh, completed our audit from Certec. You know, we're listed on Coinbit. Um, uh, we're listed on CoinStore. So, you know, the company is a, is a really good company because we have, you know, our debit, uh, a debit card and wallet, you know, we're excited about that in the future. So, you know, it's, it's definitely uh, something that I tell people that, you know, they definitely should invest in and, you know, it's the future uh, debit card. Well, that's awesome. Okay, that sounds minute. really cool. That sounds awesome. Um, so what progress in terms of both technology and diversity do you hope to see in the crypto industry in the coming years? Well, I'm, I'm wanting more women to get into the space. That's for, that's for sure. I mean, um, we definitely need to use, you know, uh, we we also need to have more um, people that, you know, more use cases. Uh, we need to make sure that, you know, people understand also about how, um, you know, the metaverse growth is is happening. I want to see that. Uh and, I, and, and it's happening, especially since, you know, I'm a co-owner of a metaverse, but um, I want to see more women get into it. I, I definitely uh, want to see more um, safety measures that are going to be in it. That's a big thing. Um, you know, NFTs, you know, they're going to be, I want them to be used every day. And I really believe they're doing that now. 
you know, I've got my own NFT line coming out, Star Dogs, that's going to be tied to film and uh, television. So the great thing is, 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 you know, these NFTs, you know, you get to, uh, you know, you get a role in my film that, you know, you get uh, uh, movies from this, you get props from the set uh, that you wouldn't be able to do before. So, you know, that's the really great thing about it. Um, you can earn residuals, uh, which, you know, that's something that's unheard of. So, you know, as an investor, NFTs, you know, that's that's a big thing. I want to see more of that coming around because, you know, Starbucks has that. I just found that out on my birthday. Just so everybody knows, if you if it's your birthday, it's shine next time it's your birthday, go to Starbucks and they'll give you a free drink. So oh, frap, wow, okay. whatever you want. But you have to be with their rewards program. So <laughs> good to know. <laughs> which is base, which is is on F, what it is uh, based on um, our NFTs, the reward system. So there you go. Starbucks is in on it. Huh, cool. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we've been talking about the land of secret superpowers, vegetables, 80 for Brady, and cryptocurrency. Right now, we are continuing Ishan's interview with Darcy Donovan on cryptocurrency. So you mentioned um, we need more women as leaders and investors in the crypto space. Um, so what are some of the obstacles facing women um, who are trying to break in? Well, I, I, um, I always say alpha energy. Um, I think that, you know, when you're in a space like this, it's more male dominated. So you really have to have an alpha energy. Um, yeah, that's what I'm trying to bring to this space. You know, when you've got... You know, for a long time, I I think that it was kind of a boys club, uh, you know, type of thing. It was run by men, um, you know, and I believe that, you know, men are likely to to jump in and take more financial risks than a woman. I say alpha energy, alpha energy, you know, get control of that. And if, you know, there's people that are shy, you know, I want and, and I tell them that's OK. You know, there's mass adoption, um, you know, for everyone, regardless of the gender. So I just, you know, I'm excited about where it's going. I'm excited about what's what's happening. And especially you work, you know, I'm kind of pioneering uh, a lot of women in the space. And so, you know, I've got a heavy burden. So I got to have that alpha energy. I got to bring it, Sean. Got to bring that, you know. How do you hope that you, your involvement in this you know, growing world of crypto um, evolves. Um, one thing I well, I want to get back. I mean, that, that my uh, NFT that I'm doing. You know, I've got charities that I want to help. Um, I think we could do better uh, jobs with the school systems. Um, you know, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of of companies that just need that little bit of funding to really, really take it to the next level. You know, homelessness. Uh, is something that's, you know, running rapid in, in LA and other cities. So it's like, you know, there's things that you can do with crypto, uh, you know, and really make a difference, you know, and I also like investing in projects like, you know, Grove, uh, Grove token. I mean, you know, they, they specialize in, you know, hydroponics, aeroponics, and, you know, they're making everything green, you know, it's, it's, and it's, you know, I also want to help with security in the space. Um, so what do you hope that viewers will leave um, this, I guess, just this chat or also um, like, what do you hope they learn about crypto itself and, and know about the crypto space? 
Well, a couple of things. Don't be scared to get in it. You know, it's it's the communities are so welcoming. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have, there's, uh, Sean, there's a kid your age that, um, you know, I'm actually going to be working with doing some NFTs with. So, I mean, and he's brilliant. And, um, you know, that's the thing is just all the different types of people that you meet. There's directors you meet, producers you meet, doctors, there's, you know, uh, dentists, uh, you know, it's the future. So, you know, just do your research, research, research. That's what I tell everybody. Um, you know, go to my Twitter, which is at Darcy Donovan. I try to help anybody, no matter what their age is. Um, I've, I've, I help everybody. And if I, and if somebody's like, uh, they've got a great opportunity, you know, or they're like, hey, this is an idea I have, Darcy, then I put them in with the right leaders and in the space. So, you know, I'm kind of the connector, I would say. That's that's my that's that would be my mafia name, Ashan. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much, Ms. Donovan, for chatting with me today. I've certainly learned a ton about crypto and all what you do. This is Ishan Mani from Kids First. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel so you don't miss my next interview or review or those of my Kids First teammates. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you, Ms. Donovan, once again. And I will see you all at the movies. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest videos of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First Film Critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for our reviews on Press for Kids, kidsworld.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Again, I'm Tiana Sermons from Delaware reporting for Kids First. Bye. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, you know more which movies, TV shows, or digital media to look for, or learned about the talent that worked on or off camera on them, and can make informed decisions about what to watch. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode and tune in again next week.